Welcome to Already Within, the podcast from and for millennials designed with a new age twist on holistic health. We provide tools and practices to help facilitate self-growth, all while curating spaces for people to connect and share their most authentic self. Our goal is to make an honest impact on wellness culture and to help people feel better about themselves. We launch new episodes every Thursday and can be found educating the internet on TikTok. We love sharing in this journey with you, but now, now it is time to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and let's get to work. Hello, welcome to Artie Within. I'm your host, Jasmine B. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about being alone. As we start going into some colder months, the outdoor activities start to lessen and you need to be more intentional with connecting with others. But I think there's also a space to be intentional with connecting with yourself. This week, we're going to talk about what it means to be alone in private and in public and how to live in those spaces with grace and also some quick action to put into your daily life. On this podcast, we've talked about so many different ways to start your healing journey, things to do within the healing journey, but we haven't talked about spending time alone with yourself and what that actually looks like and how to excel in those spaces. So that's what this week's episode is about. We're going to teach you how to sit with yourself, no matter the environment. So as we get into this week's episode, I want to talk about some of the benefits and why I personally believe spending time alone is beneficial and can be a really powerful piece in your healing journey. First, it gives you mental clarity. I mean, who doesn't love that? And it also goes back into self-love. The more time that you spend with yourself, the more time that you learn to love who you are and be accepting of all of the beautiful and ugly things in your personality and character. But along with mental clarity and finding self-love, there's some benefits that people don't talk about that they are important. You don't have to do any of these things entertain, check in with anyone but yourself, share food. You don't have to fill any conversation, adhere to any time, and you can just go with the flow. It's a good way of finding what flow looks like for you too. And then there's another side of it. These are the things you actually get to do when you start to spend more time alone. You actually taste and enjoy the food that's in front of you. You get to people watch, which is one of my favorite things to do. You can mingle with strangers if you want to, enjoy new experiences and build a self-confidence about yourself, knowing that you can do all of these things. But even though you get to do all of those things, I recognize that there are some challenges that come along with that, including social stigma and even a bit of loneliness. We'll talk about those in a minute. In my opinion, there are two types. There are public and private. I'm sure there are more types, but this is what I landed on. (laughs) I think both are really beneficial in learning more about who you are. And you tend to show up differently in both situations, at least from my experience. When you are alone, it challenges you to confront who you are. Stripped down, no facade, nothing. And you sit with yourself. And you have to be okay with the things that come up. You have to accept the things that come up. And the flip side of that is how you show up in public. I find I personally show up different when I'm in groups, when I'm with an individual other person, a one-on-one, and when I'm with myself. I show up as three different people, versions of myself. So let's first dive into the nuances of being alone in public. I know when you show up at places where there's a bunch of people and it's typically a coupled or intermingled situation, it can be pretty daunting to just show up by yourself, to be okay with that. I challenge you to step outside of that comfort zone because in your mind, you're like, I know all these people here, all these people are staring at me. And, but you have to realize that no one cares. No one is watching you. Everyone is so hyper-focused on themselves that they really do not care that you are by yourself. So get that out of your head. And if they are concerned about you, that's not a you problem. That is a them problem. Get out of your own head for a minute. The beauty is just on the other side of that comfort zone. 
You already know that though. But if you find yourself being afraid to go out in public, that's fine. I know it's hard to get out of the house sometimes and you almost have to make a promise to yourself that says, I really want to do this. I want to go to this restaurant or go to this activity or adventure. And I'm going to put a plan together to do that. So regardless of how I feel when that date comes, I just get up and do it. For me, that looks like sometimes on the weekends, I don't have, I don't have any plans with friends and I still want to do something. I'll look up and see what's going on around the city and I'll buy a ticket to something. Once I put my money on it, I'm going. You don't have to worry about that. If I put money down, I am going to that event. So if that is a driver for you, if making sure that your money is well spent, put your money on what you want to achieve. Allow the money to be the intention for you. And as you continue to do that enough, more times and more times, and you get comfortable with planning outings by yourself, you'll start to enjoy them more. In the beginning, it's like nails on a chalkboard kind of sometimes. (laughs) I felt very tense in the beginning, but now I almost prefer going out and spending time by myself because of all the things that I listed in the benefits, right? I don't have to appease. I get to do this. It affords me this. If you're just getting started, I encourage you to go somewhere familiar that you've already been with other people and Start to get a feel of what that is when you're alone with yourself. Sit at the bar, talk to the bartender. You have to consider it like this. The bartender is there to communicate with the people on the other side of the bar. So if you feel like I'm alone, I'm not gonna have anyone to talk to, just go to the bartender and strike up a conversation with them. They are happy to chop it up with you for a minute. Another way that you can get out alone in public is do an experience that you find exciting. Showing up and seeing other people there that find excitement in that experience and building connections from there. But sometimes I'm not that person. (laughs) Sometimes I'm not bold and courageous. Sometimes I want to sit there with my headphones in or I want to just bring a journal and write. I encourage you to do those things too. Read a book, write out your feelings in that journal of the present moment that you're in. I am anxious, I am scared, I am crushing this task because that's there also. Another thing that came to mind when considering being alone in public is you don't have to consult anyone when making decisions. Now, I know for people that are indecisive like me, (laughs) that can be a little difficult sometimes, but it forces you to make a decision, one, but also it forces you to start having a little bit more trust in yourself. And regardless of if that was the right decision or not, it is one that you made and you made it with the soundest and best intentions for yourself. The more you do that, the more you'll start to be like, okay, I trust myself a little more. I trust who I am in making a decision that is most sound for me. And the last is observing your mind when you're in public. What's interesting is you'll start to see some things arise here. For me, I found judgment starting to surface because I was using judgment as a defense mechanism. I think it goes back to that high school thought process is a group of people are laughing and then they start looking your way and it makes you feel lesser than in some type of way and automatically you go well she is xyz and like you start creating these stories about these people because you don't want to feel the hurt so you start to judge others but we are better than that if you are listening to this episode this podcast you are better than that so instead of allowing yourself to go into a place of judgment let's find the good things in other people right but ultimately observing your mind that's where it stems i thought this was a great segue observing your mind into private spaces of aloneness. 
Is aloneness a word? The first is sitting in silence and listening to your mind and watching, observing your mind. And whether you're observing your mind in public or private, it's important to see what's in there. And if you can sit in a silent space and start to dig at what the root of whatever is surfacing, whether it be from the past, the the present or the future, understanding what's at the root is a really great way to start healing, which leads into a bit of personal exploration. When you're sitting alone in your space, whatever that looks like for you, you've created a safe space. I'm assuming you've created a safe space. If you haven't, we got another episode for that, but go to environmental design episode. (laughs) But this safe space allows you to explore new parts of your personality. Things you didn't necessarily know would be something you would enjoy and sparks something within you. You can explore that a little more. And in this space of personal exploration, you can start building a new identity. You get to decide who you want to be. Always good for a stretch. I'm just, you know, in high school, I never stretched. Like after basketball practice, they'd be like, all right, let's go stretch. Or even before practice, and I'd be like, nah, I'm good. But now, <laughs> you catch me stretching any and every time I can. <laughs> it just makes my body feel so good. It's one of those things that just feels good. Now that I think about it, the stretching is something I learned in my personal space in my alone time. I realized, oh man, okay, it feels good to do this move. It's a space that doesn't require you to always be on. You know when you're out in public and you're like, okay, I need to make sure I am being approachable and that I'm having a good conversation with other people. When you're in your own space, none of that matters. None of that matters. You step out of performer mode. You lessen that stress and then you're able to finally settle. If you're an introvert like me, it's kind of hard to be in a public space and feel like you have to connect with others and you sometimes leave that space feeling very drained. But when you're in your space by yourself, you don't have to perform. You get the opportunity to start finding your truest self. And with that, start to live in that self as a permanent resting place, a permanent existence. But when you're in a private space, it's so easy to get caught up in the distractions, to turn on the TV, to start scrolling. Here's where you need to be intentional. And you need to say to yourself, I do want to start learning who I am. And in order for me to do that, I need to start setting time aside to create space to explore that person, that self. So I personally allot 30 minutes to an hour each day. I try to without any distraction and to sit there in a meditative space or just a space where I have nothing, where I do nothing and seeing what comes up. But as we close out here and you consider all the options that we talked about in this episode, I wanna encourage you to step outside of your comfort zone because even though you may feel awkward and out of place and uncomfy, no one's really watching you. Those feelings are driven by self. So set those aside and allow yourself to live in the experience that you are currently having. I encourage you to observe your mind throughout the entire process and see what arises. If you wanna work on some personal development, that's a great place to start. So get yourself out in public and see what your mind starts chattering about. But when you're in your own space and you're alone and you're in private, use that as a space to recharge. Set time aside. Don't allow any distractions to come between you and getting to know you. You'll be well on your way. (laughs) What I will say is I used to not like myself. I didn't enjoy the person that I was or who I showed up as. And over time, as I spent more time alone, intentionally alone, because we can sit in a, a wallowing, depressive space in our aloneness, right? But that's not what I'm talking about here. Being intentional about seeking, seeking who you are, who you want to be, and finding an alignment between the two. When you start to do that, you'll really learn to love yourself. 
I think there's so much power in self-love. And if you haven't checked out that episode, I highly encourage you to do so. It's personally one of my favorites. I listened to it several, several times. But ultimately, I want to thank you for showing up today and taking the time to listen and make some improvements for yourself. I encourage you to put 30 minutes on your calendar today, today, where you do nothing, where you sit with yourself and you just be. And I want you to tell me what you found in that space. But with that said, I hope you've gained some value from this episode and that over time in time, you will learn to love being alone with the absence of friendship relationship that you will be okay with you. I fully support this. Thank you for tuning in. Until next week, I love you. Have a good rest of your day.